0: Hashtag SAFM Sport Tracks.
1: Good evening, family. Zykan standing in for John Hedeker. You're tuning into Sport Tracks on FFM. Is that SFM? Yeah. Get a packed show tonight. Uh, thanks to Ben, the producer, putting it together, and Lyle, making sure we sound crystal clear. So tonight on the show, we have rugby action, a boxing showdown, and a couple driving across three continents. And hey, we'll be dancing in between with some lekker tunes that you've heard as well. So, welcome to the show. We've got plenty to talk about in terms of question of the week. And the question of the week is In which year did the Springboks first claim the Rugby World Cup? In which year did the Springboks first claim the Rugby World Cup? You can drop your answers on 0860002032. SMS us on 41391. SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. So, what a day it has been for us. I mean, the Proteus, wow. What a win. I mean, they're batting power. South Africa at the World Cup 2023 are doing amazing things. What an incredible win against England today. I mean, if you look at the scoreline against Sri Lanka, we had 428 for 5. Australia, we posted 311 for 7 and uh, 399 for 8 against England. My, oh my, what a win. Well done. And we're counting down, literally counting down the clock to when the Springboks are going to be in action, which is not too long by the way. Uh, Looking forward to that. Also taking on an England team and we want to send all that positive energy, those positive vibes um, right there to our team, our Bokka, who are doing us very proud at the moment but uh, I did promise you uh, we're going to be talking some rugby action and uh, we're going to take a quick break and we've got our guest Thurlow Peterson who's a rugby coach and analyst it'll be the Springboks taking on England we'll be uh, getting to unpack and dissect a little bit more before this majestic kickoff that's about to take place at the Rugby World Cup in France. You are listening to Sport Drags on SAFM. Welcome back to the show. Thurlow, it has been said, well, welcome to the show, by the way, Thurlow. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> are you well?
1: I'm just raring to go. I think the box are feeling the same way, like they just want to hammer the red roses again. Do you think this is going to happen, history repeating itself?
0: Well, I think everybody's hoping for a repeat of last night where it's a, it's a one-sided affair. It's, it's not too much of a, of a sweat like last weekend.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, if you saw South Africa's game against France and just looking back, what stood out for you, though?
0: Yes, I think for me it's just the Springboks winning the small moments. Um, even bit um, with the intercept, Chislin Colby with the charge down and then even try as well. Um, and then the resilient defense by the Pops, I mean, the French, they gave it anything. So I think if they can repeat that effort, which I think is hard at, at that level, um, to play at that type of intensity week in, week out. You know, we saw last night with the All Blacks, they weren't as sharp as they were the weekend before. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know. England's not going to go take it lying down, you know, and I, and I think it's going to be a different occasion tonight.
1: It's definitely going to be a different occasion tonight and uh, you've studied enough teams. What When you look at this English side, what can we expect from them?
0: I think they want to grind the game down. They want to play it as a, as a lower tempo as possible. They want to play territory. Um, so there'll be, a, there'll be a lot of kicking in this game. Um, they'll try and, try and scrum us. They'll try and ball. Um, which will be right up our alley. So I think it's going to be it's going to be a title. They don't have a lot of extractor, but they do have guys like Manu to Lany um, as an inside centre, physical. You, you can mix it up. So, but other than that, they don't have a lot of surprising elements that that we have to be wary of. I mean, Rasi could you could almost pick their side from earlier in the week, um, <laughs> which just goes to show. I do know about them and how much extractor they do not have.
1: So, Jacques Nenabe and Rassi Rasmus, they've been praising this England's unbeaten run. What do you think makes this English side particularly formidable?
0: Well, I think one thing that they do have is a lot of grit. Um, they've got 15, 23 guys who, who can tough it out. Um, they can They showed against Argentina with 14 men that they could win the game quite comfortably. Uh, mm. They've got grit They've got tenacity You know, they, they can muscle it out For a full 80 minutes And I think that's For the box to play That type of game Again uh, For a second weekend In a row It's, it's really going to Test the boys' tonight
1: I mean Speaking of uh, How well we've done In the past We've had successes In 1995 2007 2019 Do you think This legacy Adds pressure Or do you think It adds confidence To the current squad
0: I think it's a bit of both and, and I think ultimately it's, it's who handles it the best um, I think England if you look at the current cro- crop they lost to us last year in the final so they've got a bit of redemption they want to get us back for, for the 2019 you know so that's in their <laughs> favour we've obviously got to defend the title so you know that's so it's it's sides going in with, with different agendas, so to speak, different lines um, and different goals for tonight's game so that's that makes it even more interesting.
1: And at this stage of the tournament, we know Rusty Erasmus is known for his mind games. Uh, how, how crucial is the mental game at this stage of the tournament?
0: I think that at this stage, it's, it's more mental than physical. There's nothing physically that you could have done since last week, and that's going to give you the edge. Um, I think mm-hmm. now it's, it's the mental side of getting yourself ready, getting yourself up there, knowing that you you know your detail with regards to the strategy and the, and the game plan and mm. executing it you know so mentally it's, it's what it's about it's, it's going to be the difference between who takes the W tonight
1: Yeah, and do you ever think there might be just that cl- complacency that that could be in the Springboks it could be their biggest enemy I think against England what do you think about that? Not so much I mean no. have to a
0: few months, you know come together um, so, you know, they keep each other accountable um, that's, that's massive um, They also respect Themselves, they respect the badge And, you know, they, they know who they're Playing for, you know, they they know what This country needs, they know how much Winning a World Cup Event, or just winning um, In any case, as a Springbok team, what it does To this country, so Their humility is, is massive in, in that side, so I mean, oh, I don't have a house, but I'll put anything on the table to, to <laughs> <finish
1: tonight. laughs> Especially after the Proteus win against that other England squad. We've got <laughs> England tonight. Hold that thought, Thurlow. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back to you. Okay. Welcome back to the show. We are previewing the big one, the Springboks. Taking on England, our guest is Thurlow Peterson. He's a rugby coach as well as an analyst. And we were just talking about, um, complacency. Could they be that slight bit? Thurlow is totally against it. He knows that, uh, the, the Bokka as a team that would never cast any doubts, uh, in terms of, you know, this team and their previous successes adding to it. Thurlow, what would be your advice to both? Teams, coaching staff, in terms of a strategy and player morale.
0: I think that number one would obviously be to win your first phase. Um, You know that's very important side for both teams. Um, especially the Springboks, we you know we feed off of a good scrum, a good lineup, a good maul. Um, that gives us momentum. It gives us energy. Um, England play more of a kicking-based team that that, that wants to defend well and, and then looks for opportunities after that. So mm-hmm. it's about getting the fundamentals right, you know, doing your basics well, you're throwing at the line um, you're scrummaging, not giving away penalties, and saying that discipline is going to be key for both sides. Um, both teams have very good kickers. Um, South Africa sit with two very good kickers. England with Owen Farrell. So, yeah, discipline is going to be massive tonight for both sides. So that composure going into tonight's game, not, not being caught up in the moment, you know, there'll be of these 60,000 people screaming and singing and <laughs> making a noise so yeah you've got to keep your head
1: yeah and I mean uh, it's interesting you say uh, the Springboks. there's the kicking game versus England's running game and this is quite a dynamic that's going to play out onto the field
0: yeah definitely so it's, it's but I mean it comes down to the team that can execute their strategy the best you know whether it be the box or their game plan or the English or theirs execution is, is the main thing and sure we last week what execution can do for the box with, with their kicking game, you know, putting France mm. under pressure. They're going to want to do the same with, with the English factory tonight. So, yeah, the execution of, of the game plan is going to be what's what's going to be most important tonight.
1: What about player welfare? What about fatigue? Um, do you think that this might influence or would this be a concern about any kind of player burnout?
0: Um, not so much for the Springboks if you look at the makeup of the side. Um, they've they've rested the guys enough throughout the past six weeks. So I think the guys are hungry. They they are ready. They they won't be as as fatigued as if you look at Argentina last night. You, last night, you, for the majority of the tournament, they had to play their best side, um, mm. and that's why New Zealand you know could could trump them with with more energy and more fire. So I think. The Springboks are in a very good space for tonight. England, they there and there about with regards to player management. But again, if you look at what they're playing for after 2019, they wouldn't worry about fatigue. They'd want to make yeah. sure that they get into a World Cup final because then it can go anybody's way.
1: Sure. And you mentioned bench strength uh, and, 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 and impact substitutes. Who do you think might be a game changer in the latter stages of the match?
0: Look for the box, we've we've got more than enough experience on the bench. Um, especially if you look at our front row board, Dion Ferry as as cover. Um but the rest of the guys coming off the bench, they've been there before. Um they've done it before, Andre Pollard, um, those guys have won the World Cup before. So they've got more more than enough play intelligence to to manage a game, to see out the game, or even to mm-hmm. come and win the game from behind if 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 it were to be so. So from our point of view I think we're quite Settled in In the group That we have um, England Their bench Is a, a lot younger a bit less experienced So I don't think They are rush To their bench um, Unless it's A forced injury So it's it's Yeah It's two different Sides of the coin Tonight if you Should look at it
1: Okay Tello so, We're going to go To another break Don't go too far We'll come back We want to talk to you About any specific deals On the pits You're looking at What about fans All that and more Please don't go away. You are listening to Sport Tracks on SAFM. uh, The box will be playing the semi-final against England. Earlier we saw the Proteus beating England. Wow, what a hiding. But uh, we're talking to our special guest now, Thurlow Peterson, rugby coach and analyst. We were covering bench strength and the impact of substitutes. Thank you for that, Thurlow. But now... I wanted to ask you, are there any specific duels on the pitch you're personally looking forward to?
0: For me, the, the biggest duel, and I think this is a, it's a modern thing in the game, is if, if you don't win your ball up front with your forwards, then you know, your backs are irrelevant. So the tussle between the front rows, Bongi uh, was with, with Franz Malherbe and the spicy plum up front, you know, they've got to win that battle up front. If they don't win the battle, then... Your guys like your Cheslin Colby, your Kirtley Aronsa, your Damien sir. those guys don't feature much in the game. And it doesn't give our loose forwards of Peter Stetford, going from Ellen and Sia to do their job, because then we're on the back foot. So, like every test match, it starts up front. you know, And then those guys, they've got to get the engine going. So, for me, that's, that's the biggest deal, because England have changed up their front row. They've brought uh, Joe Mahler back in. So, they're looking for experience, um, to try and unsettle Alfranco, and and for me, so that's that's the biggest test um, for tonight.
1: Yeah, and speaking of tests, uh, we were listening to Sia Kadisi talking about how the Springboks do it for the fans. Now the fans are an essential part in these kind of games. How much of an impact do you think the crowd's energy will have, especially given that it's in France?
0: No, I think it's it's massive because obviously the English are not too far so they can get their, their fans over. But I must say, kudos to the amount of Africans that we've seen at all the games so far. Getting the green jerseys, wearing the, the Rainbow Nation wigs, um, flying the green flags. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it means so much for the boys. And, I mean, we've seen on the social media that every opportunity that the players get to mingle with, with their home fans and to take photos and to sing along with the Guido squad, um, the boys do it so the support in the stadium for the boys is, is immense it means so much because they know who they play for you know they know what the people have sacrificed to make it all the way there so they will put in their best effort um, for the crowd that will turn up tonight supporting the meaning green and gold
1: absolutely and especially the passion and the energy we have as south africans you can almost feel like the bokka feel it when they're yeah. in france i think one of the
0: things that people miss is just playing Sister Bettina once the national anthem are done.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So now let's talk about weather because weather often plays a part in these northern hemisphere games. Any insights Thurlow, on how both teams might adapt their strategies based on conditions? Look,
0: I think the way both of these teams play, whether it be wet or just a little bit wet or even dry, um, you know, they won't fart too much off of their game plan. Um, we saw last night um, with the ball being a bit, a bit wet with a bit of rain that was there at the game um, the teams didn't vary too much because the, the, the quality exclusive of the set of heat players at this level um, the error rate is very low but saying that with a wet, I think personally a wet game will suit the box more because of the pack that we have, because of our scrum dominance our more dominance, because of the kicking game, our aerial game it um, really will play into our favour hmm.
1: All right, let's talk about the role of the referee. We saw there was a referee change. Um, What does that mean?
0: Look, I think, from so, Real, he will just take in as um, assistant referee, as a touch judge, um, as they used to call it. You think that won't be that great. I mean, we still have the same referee that that we had last weekend, so he knows the players, he knows our style of play. Uh, Sia and the boys are comfortable with him having had it before. Um, So I don't think it's it's that much of an influence. Obviously, the team is trying to hype it up a lot and and trying to put the boys, I think, under pressure from that perspective. But, Mm. I mean, our boys are experienced enough to to handle these situations with a lot of maturity going into tonight.
1: But how do you think both teams will manage their interaction with the officials? Because this is a high-state match.
0: No, definitely. And I think we've seen that the Northern the Hemisphere side very... They look to have a much bigger influence with the officials than the team from the Southern Hemisphere. And yeah, I think that's been quite a big trend at this World Cup. So it will be interesting to see how the English communicate with the ref and and try and get get him to blow their favour tonight.
1: And what we've noticed a lot is that leadership, I mean, we've got Sia Khaleesi, but sometimes leadership on the field can change the course of the game. Who do you see stepping up as the key leaders for both teams during high-pressure moments?
0: So, look, for, for us at CR, at Dwayne from Milan we got 100 Pollard coming off of the bench guys like Peter Stestetoy, Levin Itzibit, who's been a captain of the national side and his provincial side before. So, for us, we've got more than enough um, experience when it does come to leadership. Um, all of those guys, as well, we win The World Cup in 2019. And then we look at England. They've got the likes of Owen Farrell. um, They've got Ellis Genge who's on the bench, who was their Mm. captain before. um, The lock, um, he's also been their captain prior to to Owen Farrell uh, playing in the World Cup. So they've also got enough um, leadership within within their ranks. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what what role those guys will play in the leadership um, perspective um, when it comes to decision-making, um, when it comes to the high pressure moments um, in the game um, yeah that could be that will be quite a fascinating side to see who will either crumble under the pressure or who mm. will face the pressure and excel in the pressure mm.
1: and that's important because uh, th- this kind of matters are always about resilience bouncing back from setbacks right do you think 100% how do you rate each team's ability to regroup after conceding points I think
0: if you look at, yes, it's a tough one. Again, the opening game of the World Cup for England, playing against Argentina, getting a red card within the first 10 minutes, having to play for 70 minutes with 14 men, and they came out on top. So that was quite a lot of resilience, to um, be 14 men for 70 minutes. So I think they've, you know, they've got that maturity, they've got that belief, and if they didn't have it, they wouldn't have been in the semi-final. Um, yep. and for Africa on the other side, the same. Um, tough game, losing to against Ireland in the pool stages, having to regroup after that, playing the home side last weekend, and having to be mentally strong enough to stay in the fight for 80 minutes and, and come out on top. So, yeah, I think geez, both teams have got more than enough resilience uh, at the end of the day. I think whoever just executes the best and, and stays as composed as possible is going to come on top's.
1: Last question, Thurlow. Any predictions on the final score or standout players for you tonight?
0: Look, last week I was going to win by 10 and, by one point. and um, I tweeted that I'm not going to make any, any score predictions <laughs> and I'm not winning. <laughs> okay. That That being said, um, I'm definitely going with the box, box to take it. I just think they've got a lot more experience their side, um, whether it's a curse or a blessing, we won't know um, but I'm definitely going with the box and, and players I'm looking to see excel is, especially guys like Jermani Lepocht um, he's got to get that box engine going he's got to get him on the front foot he's got to make the right balls and the right plays to put the guys into space and then, I mean our majestic type 5 and the boys, you know, they've got to do the damage up front so I mean I can't wait till nine o'clock. I'm wishing <laughs> it was nine o'clock. I've seen people have started trying at eleven this morning already. I don't know how they're feeling now. But <laughs> so, uh, I'm good to go.
1: I know. What a what a weekend of sport we're having. You know, first we started this morning at ten thirty with the Proteas. ended around five ish, they had a great win and we're just preparing for this one.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a great game.
1: I think so too. Thank you, Sirlo Peterson, rugby coach and analyst here on Sport Tracks. Stick around. We've got more coming up between now and 9 o'clock.